Do you go by Jennifer Sudo, Sudo, or is it like Jenny, the, Jenny from the blockchain? What do people call you? It's Sudo, but yeah, I would rather go by Jenny from the blockchain because, okay. yeah, it's kind of more, um, uh, well, it's my ENS, you know, Jenny from the blockchain.eth, and I don't know, it's just yeah. catchy. <laughs> so. I like it. It is. Yeah. yeah. I'm to I said I was talking to a Jenny tonight, and somebody was like, Jenny from the block? And I was like, Actually, Jenny from the blockchain. Jenny so, from blockchain. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Even better. Hey, are you interested in marketing, community building, NFTs and crypto, social media, and the metaverse? It's all moving fast and it's easy to be overwhelmed. No one knows the future and no one knows exactly what the intersection of these things will look like. My name is Mark Robinson and I do my best to break it down as we connect with leaders in the space and figure it out together. Thanks for listening as we laugh, learn, and lean into the future of digital marketing. I feel like you do know everybody in the space. I see you posted on Twitter and then do hearing I? you talk about all the all the events and stuff from oh. NYC and Art Basel. I'm like, yeah. dang, she's in all the parties and all the circles and you're name dropping all these people. So um, and just with your work with your NFT analyzer company, too, it's like, you know, about a lot of things that are dropping and all that. So, yeah, so I'm stoked to dive into all that stuff. Honestly, it's just because I feel like I'm not anonymous and it's like everybody is. So then it's like the fact that I'm not and I, I've never been anonymous kind of like really stands out. And then it's just, you know, it's easier for people to recognize me at events, obviously. And then it's just like it's easier to make connections because, um, you know, people know who I am and I put myself out there and, you know, you know, my first and last name. And I think people can just trust people that are actually out there more than they can trust anonymous people. Um, right. And so I think, you know, I have that going for me. I feel like that's uh, that's a big reason why um, maybe I'm popular in the space. It's just like I'm a human, you know. Right. Makes sense. Well, especially at all the events, too. You're probably a lot more recognized because you're not just, you know, some profile picture of a ape or something, yeah. right? So yeah, and then, and then and then it's like it's hard because I'm like I'm trying to find I'm trying to like you know meet certain people, but then it's like I don't know what they look like, and then it's like right. they have to find me, you know. So yeah, totally. Yeah. How did you get into NFTs in the first place? What's that story like? Um, I got into NFTs. Well, I basically got into crypto in 2017, and and kind of just like deep dove and learned a ton. Like I I was spending like probably thousands of hours like listening to podcasts learning like it's kind of crazy that now I have like an NFT podcast when I was like so into learning for crypto before I even put any money in because I was kind of a little like you know let me let me like learn before I put anything in and then you know I kind of forgot about my I kind of just put all my money in the crypto and then I kind of forgot about it plus you know everything went down so then it was like a bear market and I was like down on everything right but I was like, you know what? I believe in this long term, so I'm just gonna hold on. And then, um, and then my uh, sister, uh, she remembered that she had Crypto Kitties randomly in like 2020 last year, and yeah. she was trying to find her, the keys to her wallet. And then she basically realized that she forgot her password and she didn't write down her seed, ra- seed phrase, so she like lost <laughs> all her Crypto Kitties. Anyways, so she ended up buying more, and she was getting really excited about them. And she was like, Jen, Jen, you need to buy some of these, like, with some of your ETH. Like, just, you know, put a couple hundred dollars in and buy some crypto kitties. I was like, what? I don't understand the concept. What is this? And, you know, I'm like, yeah. huh? It's a like crypto, but it's like a picture. 
And um, and so <laughs> I, I ended up trusting her. I was like, all right, fine, I'll buy. And I still have like the dozen crypto kitties that I bought. I don't even know if they're valuable Dope. or what. But yeah. um, and then after that, um, it was crazy because my sister and I were kind of in an interesting, pivotal point in our life where we kind of didn't know what we the direction we wanted to go with our life. We were in like this interesting transitional period, and I was just like, I I started seeing all these angel numbers. And, and I was like, what's happening? I'm seeing all these repeating numbers, like, and I know it's a good sign. And shortly after that, I discovered uh, NBA Top Shot with my sister. And we okay. joined the, yep. uh, the, uh, the private beta, the public beta when they opened it up. And there was just a couple thousand users at the time. And we got really lucky getting in super early. And, um, and we kind of just went all in, bought a ton of packs, bought a ton of moments, we're like, all right, you know, we believe in, in blockchain technology and this is going to be the future. You know, they're licensed with the NBA. This is going to be huge. Yeah. And then, yeah, kind of the rest is history. I mean, started a YouTube channel that took yeah. off, became the most uh, subscribed to Topshot content creator, got picked up by Evaluate Market, started working with them. Um, and it's just been an incredible journey since. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. It's fun. It's easy to get sucked into the rabbit hole really fast, really quick. So that's yeah. where I'm, I'm, I'm like you in probably 2017, 2018 right now. So I haven't been in it that long, but it's exciting. Rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is exciting. And, and I was so lucky because, um, you know, then when I, it was like, I discovered a uh, Ethereum based NFT projects after that. And I started putting money into it, but it was like, I was able to use my Ethereum that I had bought, you know, when it was like, it was Way several back. hundred and it was just like, yeah. you know, I felt really lucky in that case because it, it can be a lot. It can be a lot of money and everything when you're, you know, just using, you know, USD and converting it um, to buy these NFTs. Yeah. So when you look at NFTs now, what are you looking at? Because I feel like a lot of it is knowing somebody and getting either like, a tip or just trusting somebody that puts a good word in or talks yeah. about something, what have you found or how do you typically look at them? I mean, I really look at the team. It's kind of um, really becoming saturated right now, the market, uh, especially the profile picture projects. Um, yeah. I, I like to look at the team. If it's a fully anonymous team and they don't have any type of reputation, automatic no for me usually i can weed things out pretty quick when i look at the website i'm not up for buying ca uh, cash grabs for a quick flip personally i know some people right. are really i have a lot of friends that are really good at that and they make a lot of money but i'm not um i'm not really about that i'm more you know i've already tried i've already done that and now i'm like i feel like i graduated to like now i really just want to buy things that i feel like you know i want to hold on to long term type of thing and um you know, play it a little safer, but yeah, I really, I, I would say the number one thing I look at is, is the team, you know, and their reputation and, and their, tr their previous track record. And, you know, what type of information can I find on these people? Cause I mean, we've seen the past, you know, six months plus a lot of projects come and go. A lot of projects yeah. sell out and then they just disappear. And so, um, you know, it's, it's like, sucking a lot of the liquidity out of the market you know then people can't sell their nfts that they bought because no one wants to buy them and right and yeah. so um yeah i'm just I, I try to play it a little safer these days yeah makes sense so if you were like knowing that if you were gonna start an nft project and think about how you wanted to market it and put it out there 
what would you like, how would you do that? Or what are some things that you feel like work on you? I know you said like past track record, but yeah. What do you kind of look for or what would you do if you were advising somebody starting a project? Honestly, like being, um, like connecting yourself with people in the space. So, you know, I'll also buy from friends where it's like, I'm just kind of supporting them. I'm not necessarily thinking about it from a financial aspect. I'm not like, you know, this will maybe 10 X, but I'm just like, you know, I want to support my friend here or like, Oh, this person's, you know, been super supportive to me. You know, maybe I want to support their project. Um, and so I I would say, you know, being, I mean, I feel like Twitter is like the number one social media platform for NFTs. Being super active in the community, gaining people's trust is huge. Um, You know, Cole, Cole Ethereum, you know him? He's young. He's a young kid. He's like 20 years old, right? But he was Mm -hmm. very involved in the community. He he had his own Top Shot Discord. He was very involved. um, And, and... You know, he just basically really roped himself into the community and, and gained a lot of people's trust and, you know, became likable. And then he ended up launching, you know, a couple different projects. And um, people bought him because they also just believe in Cole and they like him. So right. I think that, yeah, just, you know, don't just launch a project and then, oh, shoot, now i got to think about the marketing. I feel like you should already, like, people should want, people should know that you're going to be, like, launching a project and, like, you know, want to, you know, make your project. I get a lot of people like DMing me, just, just launch my project. Like, can you check it out? And it's like, that never works. Like, yeah. I don't, why, why do I want to check out your project? Like, I, I don't, you know, unless you like send it to me for free or something, then okay, I'll check it out. Right. Like, yeah. but, you know, it, it's just, um, I think people sometimes are a little too, like, they forget that there's humans on the other sides of these uh, Twitter accounts. And it's like, you know, yeah. just appeal to the uh, appeal to their hearts, you know, right. form connections, the form connections. Trust. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Makes sense. You've had a couple of people that created at least one. I saw that somebody created an NFT with you in it, right? I have a couple of custom NFTs. Uh, this is one of them. Oh, no. Oh, the lighting's yeah. so bad. I can kind of see it, though. But it's like a power. That's my power puff. It's me yeah, as a Powerpuff girl. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, purple hair is, like, my signature thing. My yep. hair is purple. Uh, yeah, I've had a few different um, projects, like, reach out and be like, yo, can we send you this? Can we make you, like, a custom or, like, an honorary? And that's super dope. Like, I will never sell those, you know. I'll definitely hold sure. on to that. Um, and I think that's super cool. And I think, honestly, that's a really smart thing to do as well. Like, creating, like... Because people want to feel special, right? And it's like, especially if you make someone feel special that has a lot of, like, attention, you know, maybe they'll want to share it. You know what I mean? I mean, how did you see that I had some custom things? I must have shared it out or something, right? So it's like, and that can bring more more attention and eyeballs to your project as well. Even though it's like, yeah, you're giving something, you're making something for someone and you're giving to them for free. You know, sometimes you got to do that. I mean, as a a nice little way to... um, Getting good with people and, and, you know, develop, build some relationship, I guess. Right. Yeah, totally. Have you, so going to the different events like Art Basel, NYC, those different events, and there's a ton that are coming up. I don't know what you're going to, but, um, has that been a good way for you to build a lot of relationships? Like, have you learned a lot? Has it been more just partying or is it actually like valuable in terms of like gaining a lot of knowledge and moving yourself forward in the space too? like relationships and that kind of stuff? 
Um, it's a lot of partying, but it's also a lot of like, you know, you're meeting, you're, it's like networking, you know, it's like, yeah, you're partying with these people, but it's like, you're also like developing relationships with them. And yeah, yeah me, I've met a lot of people, you know, people that'll, that'll come up, Hey, I listen to your podcast. And then it's like, you know, you get into a conversation with them and, and just, yeah, it's super cool. It's super cool. Just meeting people. I love meeting people. I love meeting people. Um, I think it's awesome, and and especially you know people I follow online. It's like it's cool to see them in person and everything. Uh, you know I don't really go to the conferences much, to be honest, because you know I don't really want to sit down and. I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to like sit down and learn, but I'm like I feel like I'm there to like make connections. And totally. Work, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's like you can buy a virtual ticket, but what's the point, right? Like the point is to actually go there, see the people, meet them, make yeah. those connections. Yeah. The information I can get somewhere else some other time. Like, yeah, yeah. There's I haven't been to one yet, so there's a, a few that Dude, I'm looking at this should, next year. Yeah. Wait, are you going to NFT Land in Vegas in March? Because that's like the next like big one. Um, okay. Which is like um, you know Jimmy Daeth. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like the creator of Avastars. Um, he's putting that whole thing together, um, and that is going to be huge. Uh, what else? I think there's, I don't know. I know there's going to be there's a one ton in of LA other... too, one in San Diego. Oh. It's hard to know. Some of them are like, one of those was capped at 300 people. So it was really small. Okay. And then some of them are bigger. Like Vegas is probably a lot bigger than that. Everyone's going to Vegas and there, a lot of, um, other projects are going to be like, you know, having little events, you know, besides that main event, like that yeah. main conference, it's like everyone's going to go as an excuse and then there'll be all these other They're exclusive the parties and that of, kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is always fun. And it's like, you know, for some of them, it's like, oh, you have to have the NFT to get in, which is cool. Cause then it's like, everyone has that NFT that's at the party. Um, yeah. and it's just like a nice bonus, like the party degenerates. I literally bought one just because just so I could <laughs> go to their party in, um, uh, where was it? Miami. And like, I spent yeah. like, I don't know, like, well, like 500 bucks or a couple hundred bucks, like just to go to a party essentially. I mean, I'm holding yeah. on to a long term cause now I have access to all their parties that they throw, but you know, still. Yeah. That's cool. Is when you're looking at NFTs, is the community piece like that, like access and community, is that one of the things you look for? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. The perks for me, what I, what I really value is I like free gifts, so like if they're you know gonna be doing airdrops and stuff, that was that was one of the big sellers for me for Cool Cats is that they initially promised we will do monthly airdrops for life. That's what they said. I don't know if they've one hundred percent like done that every single month to be honest, but they've sure. um, but like they've been doing airdrops like if not every single month like r- pretty often, and and so yeah that's a huge seller for me. I love I love like free gifts. And then access, like I love in real life events, you know, mm-hmm. anything where I can get some kind of access to in real life stuff. And, you know, me saying, oh, I like to look at the team. It's just so I can see that they can actually pull this type of thing off. Like, you know, would they be able to pull this off? Anyone can promise anything. Anyone can say, oh, we're building a play to earn game. Oh, we're building on a metaverse. Those right. aren't really sellers for me, the game, the metaverse. Um, but yeah, I'm more compelled by like, um, airdrops and access to like yeah. in real life events for sure. Some of them, it's like, they're going to build this thing five years from now. It's like, dude, oh, you don't right. even know what's going on five uh, years from now. Yeah. And that's why I usually like to kind of, um, I, I honestly, I retired from minting 
new projects um, months ago. <laughs> and like, okay. if I really want something, I'll wait on the secondary because usually there'll there'll be things that go for less than mint because people will undercut. But True, yeah. I'll usually wait it out because I want to see okay, how is it developing? You know, are people just in it because they they wanted a quick flip? You know, well, what's the situation with this? So I usually like to keep my eye on things. Um, like with the doodle, I really wanted one right away, knowing that, uh, knowing about the team, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I really want one. But then they had some weird, like, complicated whitelist thing, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to put in the effort to try to do that. So I was like, whatever, maybe I can try to get one on the secondary. And then they were just going for a lot, and then um, I ended up actually connecting with the fo- one of the founders, and uh, we traded. <laughs> We oh, made nice. a trade, That's so awesome. my, and it aged well for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and so I was able to get a doodle for like a one ETH trade uh, in NFTs, which was awesome because yeah. I was That's like, dope. yes, I really want this to hold on to long term. Um, yeah. So now, and I'm like, and now I'm more, con- now I'm more like compelled to hold on to it as well because I'm like, well, I traded with like you know one of the founders. Like obviously, right. I need to like hold on. It means to more now. Yeah. yeah totally. Exactly. It has more meaning. Are there any projects right now that you've got your eyes on? Any that you're excited about? Um, that I'm like looking to buy. Honestly, not really. No, no, nothing like yeah. that. That really stands out to me right now. That I'm like. Uh, well, I'm. I'm. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to keep my eye on the mutants or the uh, kennel dogs. I just want some exposure to the bored apes. Gotcha. Um, but it is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a lot, and I don't know, so we'll see. But I am keeping my eye on that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. So you're doing, like, the whole NFT thing, but then you're also doing social media for the NFT company. How do you, like, do you have any insight or expectations around what what that whole space is going to look like with social media and marketing as there is a lot more adoption with the metaverse, like how things are going to change. What do you see coming? That's a good question. Um, I think that things are going to take more time than we realize. I think that right now everything is moving so fast, but I almost think that things are also moving like too fast. And like, you know, obviously we're in like a bull market right now. So it's like, everything's, everything's just moving fast, but I am curious to see, you know, during the bear market, who will continue to develop and build during that time. And um, I mean, yeah, I don't even really know. I guess anything's really possible. So I I am just really curious to see how things develop. I feel like Decentraland has a lot of potential. It's been around Mm -hmm. for a few years. And um, I mean... I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things with potential, but it's like the BYO pills. They're building out a BYO metaverse, and I'm like, they seem to be doing a really good job um, with promotion and um, graphics and everything. So I'm like, well, we'll see what they end up doing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know because I, I think people also really like in-person experiences as well. So it's right. not like you know. I mean, for me, it's like I, I really like I like online, but I like in-person. A lot better too. None of the metaverses right now really are like too compelling to where I would like want to spend all my time in them necessarily. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what ends up being built. Yep, totally. With the the different communities that you're either like a part of now or you want to be a part of, like what makes a community attractive to you? And you're looking at that utility or group of people, events. Like, what are you looking for? 
Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Honestly, as far as community goes, I'm not really too involved with the community of the projects that I that I buy into. To be honest, I'm kind of more of yeah. a like. Um, I'll buy, you know, I, I, I'll buy into it and then I'm just kind of like holding on to it and I don't really, you know, maybe occasionally I'll check on stuff, but not usually, I'm not usually active. I'm not usually an active community member of any particular project really. So, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't look at the community too much with stuff, but you know, if you're seeing, if I'm always seeing like people tweeting about, uh, the project on Twitter and like, you know, it seems like there's a lot of, um, people that are like, they're very, you know, for example, the gutter cat gang community, I feel like they're very yeah. like strongly, you know, for the gutter cats and it's like, whoa, okay. Like you can tell and I recently got a gutter cat, gutter rat. And cause I'm like, you know what? They're very like, it's like the, they're very passionate. That's the word passionate. Um, right, yeah. so yeah, like passionate and not just, um, you know, it's like, they're not just trying to, pump the price so that they can dump but they just like it doesn't matter what the price is they just want that they just want the nft and to be part of the community like for example um, totally. the alien yeah. boys the alien boy nft those are not lucrative they've basically never been lucrative i've been in the alien boy i've had an alien boy for six months i've had two alien boys they also made me a custom one that they never minted <laughs> it's just a regular jpeg but um I will never sell my like I will never sell like because I don't even care if it goes to zero. It's just one of those things where I'm just like happy to be a part of the community, even if I'm not super active. I'm just like happy to be an alien boy, you know. And like when people yeah. post about it on Twitter, I'm like, oh, I have an alien boy, and I'll like you know share <laughs> mine as well. And it's like it's just yeah. kind of exciting. Um, but nobody's like, oh, why aren't the prices going up? It's like, literally, I feel like nobody in the alien boy community really cares about the price because it's been stagnant for like the past six months. So it's just like, it's literally just about, and I think that's what it's going to inevitably end up being for a lot of these projects, especially, you know, as prices go down and whatnot. It's like, it's just going to be a lot of, um, it's, it's going to turn into, instead of speculative buying which is kind of a lot of what the space is right now which is going to be turned mm -hmm. into collectors so for example we saw this with nba top shot um nba top shot had so had crazy volatility crazy peaks during january and february where yep. there was you know thousands of users pouring in and a lot of them were actually from uh, like the daily fantasy sports life and so they were okay. you know they're gamblers by nature that's what they do so mm -hmm. there was a lot of speculative buying going on and uh prices skyrocketed we have not seen prices go back up to those february highs at all and and we've basically just kind of been you know stagnant i mean we, we we were going down for months and now we're just kind of stagnant uh with with the price of of a lot of the nba top shop moments but it turned into instead of people speculatively buying and trying to flip it, it literally the community started being like okay like you know now we know it's just the real collectors that are here that actually want these moments and it's like that's mm -hmm. what you want it to turn into you want it to turn into the people that actually just want to hold on to those nfts and not just in it for the money um right. you know which is a lot of the space right now but totally. you know so 
So, but, but you can also get, it's like you can be drawn in by the money, but then, you know, you stay for other reasons. You know, it's like, I feel like right. a lot of people are drawn, they're attracted to, oh shoot, you know, I can make a lot of money and that's their an initial intent. And then, you know, they end up getting sucked in in other aspects. They end up making a lot of friends yeah. in the space, a lot of connections, and, you know, maybe they end up getting a job in the space, who knows? And, you know, next <laughs> thing you know, they're, you know, yeah, they were in it for the money at first. But then they just, you know, just became really into it in general and right. um, enjoying it. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what how, how everything plays out as the market matures because it is kind of crazy right yeah. now. A lot of yeah. volatility, a lot of interesting stuff going on. But yeah, yeah, I know. Isn't it crazy that you could literally make just you know in one day you can make some 10k generative avatar project and you could sell out. You know, right. and you can make millions of dollars and then you can just disappear if you wanted to, if you wanted to. Yeah. Obviously right. you could also stay around, but you know, and, and people will buy and people will buy mm -hmm. not even knowing if you were going to stick around or not. And, you know, not knowing anything, people will just blindly met. Yeah. Um, and it's just so there fascinating. Was, there was one project I was looking at like the marketing of it. And there was one project that all they did was they posted a tweet that says, if this gets X amount of reshares, then we'll launch a project next week. It got all the reshares. They launched it. It said nothing about who the project even was. And it sold out day one. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think that's going to keep happening long term. But right now, anything could happen. But right you know? now, it's a good time to. Yeah, it's funny because I um, uh, do you know Roz by chance. She's like I've heard ESPN you talk about announcer. Roz in your podcast, but I don't know who Roz is. Okay, she's an ESPN announcer, and she's also there was a Top Shot event um, in New York, and she like hosted it and interviewed Rohan okay. and everything. She's awesome. She's very much like a celebrity in the um, Top Shot and NFT space. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and she was like, messaged me today. She's like. She's like, so are you planning on, you know, doing anything? Like, are you building something? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I'm not. She's like, you know, something to think about. Like, and I'm just like, you know, yeah. Cause, and she's like, now's the time. Like, if you're, if you're going to do something like now's the time. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. it's true. You know, now is a good time. Um, but I don't know for me, I get also kind of like a little like scared. Cause I'm like. I don't know. Like, I want to be able to walk away from something if I don't want to do it anymore. And I feel like right. if I were to, like, launch a project or something, that's a full-on commitment. And, you know, then it's like people have these expectations. And then it's yep. like they, they know you, especially since I'm public. It's like, you know, then the pitchforks come out if I, you know, do something wrong. So, yeah, I don't know. But, it, but it's definitely, like, a good time for <laughs> to make money right now, for sure. Yeah. I've thought about that too, because it, but it's not just a, even if you sell out day one, it's like, that's amazing, but you just bought yourself a full-time job, keeping that whole community yeah. happy and yeah. living up to all the, you know, expectations they have. Unless there's no expectations, but then it's like, True. then, yeah. Uh, but then if people try to pump your project and make it seem like there might be some stuff happening, then you're like, oh shoot, I yeah, gotta do something. Right. But obviously I would, like if I did have a project, I would obviously want to like do stuff with it. Like I wouldn't just want to like, yeah. not. So, but sure. yeah, it's definitely a commitment. It's definitely a commitment. And props to anyone out there that, you know, launched their own project or, 
you know, just taking a chance, even if you don't sell out or even if you don't, right. you know, do too well with it, whatever. So what? You gain the experience, like you did something. That's huge. That's huge. And, and you know, props to the people that are, you know, coming out with their own thing, whatever it is. Um, like mm-hmm. for me, it's like creating content. Like, yeah, that's just something free that I do. But it's like it's still something contributing to the space, you know, however you're contributing right. to the space is great. Totally. So. Yeah, if you're contributing art or something you believe in, whether it sells out or not, yeah. you're still doing your piece. So Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'll let you go after one more question, uh, okay. two-part question. What are you most excited about right now in this space? And, yeah, hmm. we'll, we'll start with that one. So... MBA Topshot just launched, well, Dapper Labs, uh, parent company of MBA Topshot, uh, just launched the closed beta for NFL all day. Um, And I'm not, I didn't make the cut. I don't know if, I don't know, I'm on the wait list, so we'll see if I make it in. But I think that's super exciting. There's a couple thousand people in the closed beta already. Um, I mean, on Evaluate Market, you're able to, like, see all the moments it's basically like sneak peek all the moments because it's like it's on the blockchain it's transparent yeah. but you can see like all the moments happening and stuff and it's like i don't even watch football but i'm honestly excited to 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 be able to like start collecting nfl moments um because i you know it's like basketball i wasn't even into basketball but i just started collecting and i became a fan like i became a basketball fan as a result so Dope. i'm kind of excited yeah. to you know maybe become like a football fan and get into football um you know through collecting moments and just learning more about players and stuff like that so I, i'm just i'm always a fan of what dapper Labs is doing to be honest i'm i'm really excited for that i would say love it yeah that's cool what is what's one random fact about you that a lot of people don't know and then where's the best people best place for people to find you on social one random fact, um, maybe people know this, maybe people don't, but I have a twin sister, Steph Sudo. She's awesome, and she's like, she is so great. She like introduces me to everything. She's the reason I'm in the space. She's, she's the reason I've done anything really. Like she's very encouraging, and I really appreciate her. So, um, and then where Love can it. people find me? Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, um, Jennifer underscore pseudo. Also, I have a podcast, the NFT Catcher podcast. Uh, we upload like once a week, and we usually talk about like what's happening in the week. Uh, last episode, we did like a Q&A, which was like really fun. I think we're going to start to have guests on, but I'm also cool. really nervous about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, props to you. This is your first time having a guest on. First I'm guest. Honored, I'm honored to be your first guest. Um, yes, thank you. So that's pretty cool. I'll put a I'll put a link to your Twitter and your podcast, which is awesome. I like your podcast because you and Michael just are kicking it. You guys are just hanging about, hanging out, talking <laughs> about what's going on, and sharing like what you guys are excited about, what you guys are buying, what you guys are seeing, and it's uh, yeah, super informative and fun. So shout <laughs> out to you. you. I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome, and and it's funny because I didn't even know him before I started the pod. Like he just no like, reached out and he's like, "Yo, you want to start a podcast?" And I was like. I was like, um, maybe. And then like we met and then <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm down. And then I was like, as long as all I have to do is show up and talk, like, and we yeah. our Andy, our producer, he's great. He does so much for us. And, um, yeah, it's cool. I don't know. It's just fun. It's just fun talking. Yeah. That's dope. Love it. Cool. Well, thanks for hanging out with me tonight. I appreciate you. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me and, uh, enjoy the rest I'll of your day. I'll see you on Twitter. You too. <laughs> see, you, see you in the metaverse.